There is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead! He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Yo, what's up? What's up? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. It's kind of an exciting day here in the studio. It is. Very much is. Because you're like, you're blinding us with your shirt today. Okay. Okay. You know, I make the sacrifice to skip going home and having to go buy me lunch to come here to, you know, get some prep done. And that's and that's the thanks I get. Well, look, the thanks you get, look, we... We got some new chairs for you. Dude, we got new chairs oh, for me. Hey, right, the others are a little hey, too short. Listen, we need to like chain these things in here with a code that only you and I know. <laughs> Do not let anybody else outside this of room. this building take these chairs. It even has like a little ring on the bottom to help you step up onto the chair. Okay. You know, dude, you act like a five-year-old. No, they can adjust up and down. Oh, I know. I know what you were shooting for. They're pretty, they're I know what you were shooting for. What are you trying to do here? Yeah, we got some new studio chairs okay, in here. you know here. what? You can have the freaking... Uh, give me that one. I'll take the midget <laughs> chair. Fine. I'll take it. They still have the plastic on them, and we debated, should we even take it off? Because <laughs> we may need to just wipe it down, and that'd be a lot easier <laughs> if we do it that way. So. Hey, welcome to the Full Court Press. Eric Friends and Amaje Salves of 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. 106onthefan.com, also on our mobile app, 106.9. Uh, let's jump right into it. Aggie fans want to uh, welcome uh, the director of athletics. He's been a very busy man, been a lot on his plate, and he yet takes time to spend with us. We greatly appreciate that. Mr. John Hartwell here of Utah State, the athletic director, joins us here on the Full Court Press. John, how are you? Doing well, Ajay. How are you and Eric doing? Hey, we're doing great. Uh, this is... Uh... It, it's a hot summer, we know that, but it's a hot time in college athletics. Uh, are we entering into a whole new era because of this name, image, likeness business, or will this not really change things too much from what the current landscape is? Well, I, I think there's there's change, obviously, and, and more opportunities for our student-athletes, which is a good thing. Um, I, I think... The long-term impacts uh, remain to be seen. I mean, you know, you because you've got a pretty broad spectrum here of of opportunities. Um, you know, it's it's easy to use the example if uh, you know Stephen Ashworth goes back to his home neighborhood and and does a camp there where he's able to make some money off of. Um, is a whole lot different than um, the MMA gym owner in <laughs> South Florida who says, "Hey, I'm I'm going to write a check for five hundred and forty thousand dollars every year." Oh my gosh! So, so that I, I was all, guessing you'd heard of that story already. <laughs> every scholarship football player at the University of Miami can get six thousand dollars from me in exchange for quote promoting my gyms. Um, so, so that that's a pretty broad spectrum there, um, and, and I think it'll take us a while to navigate through those things. Uh, but but again, I, I think it's an opportunity for student athletes, and 
you know, there have been changes before when, uh, when cost of attendance was implemented several years ago, you know, people said, Oh my gosh, how can we afford this? How can we do this? Uh, and you just, you figure out a way to do it. And it's, uh, you know, at, at the front end of it or a weekend, do we have all the answers? No. Uh, but, but we'll continue to work to, to get there. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's a good thing in theory. I think there uh, have got to be some guardrails up that uh, that don't leak over into, um, you know, impermissible benefits from a recruiting standpoint. We had Justin Bean on last week, and we were asking him about the NIL situation, how he goes about it. And he says the biggest and most important part is that we got to do it the right way while being students at Utah State University. Do you have conversations with these athletes to make sure that they're able to do it the right way, to give them opportunities, but make sure that they're not breaking roles and they're able to stay eligible as student athletes at Utah State? Yeah, we're we're providing some guidance there. And, and now that it's uh, here upon us, obviously some of our student athletes are on campus, some are not. Uh, we we put together, you know, we've sent out some correspondence to to all of our student athletes, we'll have some uh, educational seminars, some opportunities to to give them tools to you know to navigate this uh, how tos in terms of where they need to go to be able to set up an LLC, uh, who they need to go to uh, about you know claiming income and paying taxes and things like that. Uh, We've got to be careful. We're going to be in the education business. Uh, we can't be in the advice business. The university can't give tax advice or, you know, athletics or uh, its representatives can't give tax advice or legal advice or things like that. But we can certainly point them in the right direction and, uh, and let them know, uh, you know, kind of how to navigate it because it's a whole new ball game uh, for them as well. And, you know, uh, pointing out some things that, um, you know, maybe they haven't considered, and, and not the least of which is, you know, we we have some of our student athletes who uh, qualify for Pell grants, and there's a threshold. I believe it's forty thousand dollars of uh, household income is is the max you can have to to get that Pell grant. So if you've got, say, John Doe. Uh, you know, John Doe men's tennis player whose family makes $38,000 a year. And then all of a sudden John Doe gets a, you know, a $4,000 endorsement deal from ABC company. Uh, well, that would take him over the threshold and, you know, make him ineligible to get a Pell grant. So really in that case is that $4,000, uh, that they got in, the name image likeness endorsement is it really worthwhile so i think some of those things from an educational standpoint uh we will provide and continue to provide our student athletes but it's it's new territory for everyone involved you know talking to john hartwell director of athletics at utah state university and john i've already seen some people reacting to some of these endorsement deals that are happening uh, concerned about how it affects an athletic department's bottom line where businesses are going direct to the players now instead of doing sponsorships with the school or with the athletics department. Uh, how do you foresee that 
uh, affecting your situation at Utah State? Yeah, we're we're going to have to have continued dialogue with those sponsors and potential sponsors, and and let them know. You know, certainly they they have the ability uh, to go to individual student athletes uh, with with certain parameters ar- around those in terms of uh, you know. Uh, marks and images and things like that 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 uh, are potentially protected depending on the agreement uh, by the university and by the athletics department. But I think the educational process needs to be again. Let's use you know ABC Company goes to John Doe uh, and and solicits a sponsorship deal there, and ABC Company is also a corporate sponsor of Utah State Athletics. You know, if if they're all of a sudden going to decide to pay John Doe individual twenty thousand dollars on an annual basis and take that away from what they are providing to the athletic department or to Aggie Sports Properties as part of our uh, multimedia rights holder, then, then obviously that has a negative impact to us. And and uh, you know we've got to find a way to make up those revenues. So yeah, there there is a concern. Uh, from that perspective as well. Uh, John, I might have missed this in in one of your answers, and if I did, I apologize, but what concerns you the most about this name image likeness situation? You know, they're, uh, again, fairly new into it. Um, You know, we'll we'll navigate through it. Uh, There are some concerns. You know, uh, one of the things you hear a lot, and, and people have to understand this, that really... From an athletics perspective, whether it's a coach, whether it's an administrator, anybody uh, you know that that is an athletic department or a university uh, employee cannot have anything to do with brokering any of these deals. It's strictly between an individual student athlete and you know whoever out there corporate uh, in the corporate world. Uh, it does allow uh, you know boosters and donors to be involved, which that could be a tricky situation sometimes. But one of the things that comes up, and, and going back to the example of what uh, happened with the company in, in South Florida yesterday, they say, well, oh, gosh, you know, 90 University of Miami football players are going to get $6,000 a year from this company for corporate sponsorship uh, for their name, image, and likeness. Isn't that a Title IX issue? And here, here's the, the interesting nuance to that. It is not a Title IX issue because the university doesn't have anything to do with it. it has no control over who they, you know, who a private company selects. Now, where Title IX does come into play is we have to make sure that we uh, provide all the tools to all of our student athletes, male, female, regardless of the sport, uh, to have an opportunity to to go out and and seek some of these sponsorship deals. But something like that, where we have no part in it, or the University of Miami has no part in that, um, is not subject to Title IX. And and I I do have a fear that that's gonna gonna cause some challenges along the way. For, uh, for athletic departments, and uh, but but we'll uh, we'll navigate our way through it. How just on a on a personal level, and how you've been navigating this certainly over the last few months, but 
Uh, this has certainly been an issue that's been discussed and debated for quite some time. Have you? Uh, where have you been through this uh, as a proponent of allowing the student athletes opportunities to benefit from their name, image, and likeness, or that look they already get a level of compensation, they already get a level of reward for being here. Uh, have you been kind of opposed to this move or, or championing it, or have you kind of evolved over time? Yeah, I, I think it, it's got, you know, you've got to evolve over time. Um, I, I think what student athletes get today compared to 30 years ago when I was a student athlete, and, and there's so many more opportunities, but I think we've got to keep up with the times too. And, and I think, um, you know, my my philosophy on it is first and foremost, and, and this has been a challenge because not everybody believes this, I believe that we have to protect the amateur model of collegiate athletics. If, if it gets to pay for play, um, I think we've got so many more issues uh, in, in this. Um, but I, I do think we need to look at what opportunities are there. And I also think uh, there's got to be guardrails to keep uh, you know, you can't say that it's a level playing field right now from a recruiting standpoint because clearly some institutions have uh, far more bells and whistles and, and uh, you know, glitz and glamour uh, of locker rooms and player lounges and all of that than others do. But there's still certain parameters, uh, and I, I think it's important that we protect that. The biggest challenge right now, and, and hopefully, and I know it's, it's on their mind, uh, including Senator Lee and Senator Romney's offices, that we need to get something done from a federal standpoint. Clearly, uh, the NCAA uh, has, has not uh, been able to get that enacted. And so now you've got you know, a bunch of different iterations of name, image, and likeness legislation at the state level. And I'm hopeful that uh, from a federal level, uh, Congress can get something done sooner than later so that it at least is the same set of rules uh, across or a similar set of rules uh, across all of uh, the country and and all of uh, college athletics. All right, let's get into the football side of things. Football begins here in just a couple weeks and the season begins in September. Uh, You've been around Coach Anderson a little bit. You've probably seen a couple uh, camps and whatnot. What makes you most excited about this football team coming up in the fall? Yeah, I think I think the energy level and the passion of of uh, and it starts at the top with with uh, Coach Blake Anderson and his staff and, and that uh, that energy and enthusiasm is infectious uh, to his players uh, and, and I think you can see that uh, a lot of new faces. Uh, as as we've taken advantage of the transfer portal, uh, some familiar faces back, uh, but I, I'm excited, and I know they're excited to uh, to get uh, fall practice underway here in a little less than a month. And uh, you know, we're less than two months from uh, kickoff. I think it's uh, eight weeks from Saturday uh, uh, in Pullman, so we're really excited about it and uh, re- ready for an exciting fall of Aggie football and, you know, all of our sports. Again, uh, I think there's a, uh, a renewed hope, uh, you know, and obviously we're going full speed ahead, full, full attendance. And, and after, you know, 
having to deal with with COVID and all of its impacts. Not not that we're totally out of the woods yet, but uh, clearly in a far better place than we've been over the last uh, 16, 17 months. I think there's a lot of excitement. You know, season ticket sales are going really well. I think we're at about 95% of where we were two years ago in season ticket sales. We, we do have some, some mini packages on sale now for, for some people who may not be able to go to all six home games, but there's some three-game packages available and, and just really excited about not only our student athletes getting to compete, but our fans, you know, uh, our Aggie fans are, are loyal and, and the best in the country, and uh, we're excited to see them back out at our venues here in the next couple of months. Also, some excitement about basketball. The uh, the schedule, Utah State hasn't really announced too much, but uh, for the basketball schedule non-conference, there's been a few things that have been announced here and there as that schedule's coming together. Uh, and uh, just how much more of that still needs to, to go before we see that full schedule and then uh, saw a, a post that you and Coach Odom got to hang out at uh, to see Sam Merrill when they were uh, the Bucks were taking on the Atlanta Hawks down in Atlanta. Yeah, that was a, a pretty neat experience. I'll speak to the schedule first. We've got uh, a couple of pieces we're still trying to finalize, but uh, you know, really a strong uh, a strong schedule. Uh, you know, playing Iowa. Uh, will, will be a challenge, a great challenge for our team playing that game in South Dakota. Uh, a great field uh, in the ESPN event in Myrtle Beach, uh, and you know a lot of lot of quality uh, non-conference games leading up to uh, Mountain West play. And you know I've gotten the chance to see our guys scrimmage uh, quite a bit. Uh, we we've got most of our newcomers here. Uh, we've we've got a couple of guys. Uh, who who hope to get here within the next 10 days or so, and, and a lot of talent out there. A lot of new faces, but a lot of talent. Obviously, you've got the, uh, you know, the Wiley veterans, uh, uh, Justin Bean and Brock Miller and Stephen Ashworth and Trevin Dorius. And, you know, so we've got, uh, you know, I'm really excited about basketball as well. Uh, you, you mentioned uh, a week ago Sunday, yeah, Ryan and I got got a chance to go to Atlanta and and see Sam play. Uh, got to go to pre uh, pregame workouts, which you know the guys that don't play a ton of minutes get in pretty heavy workout. And uh, got to see Sam do that. I, I told Sam, uh, I think he weighs less now than I've seen him. You know, in all of his years as a Utah State Aggie, as I said that may be why he's got some hops now and he's already had more dunks in one NBA season than I think he had his entire collegiate career, but he really looks good. Uh, fits, you know, it, it was interesting watching in pregame, uh, and, and during the game too, uh, he fits in so well with his teammates and, uh, you know, uh, everything that you would expect, uh, from Sam Merrill. In fact, I was in a, a meeting with President Cockett earlier today, and she was asking me about getting to visit with him. I said, you know, Sam Merrill, and, and, and this may not be a fair comparison to Sam Merrill, but, uh, but I think it's a pretty high compliment. You know, people oftentimes try to, try to uh, poke holes in the personality and, and, and the character of a guy like a Tim Tebow. And, uh, you know, what you see is what you get, and, it, and it's real, and it's just so hard for people in today's society uh, to, to 
believe in all that, but I'm telling you that Sam Merrill and just as gracious and humble and appreciative of the opportunity, appreciative of his time at Utah State, you know, sat down, like I said, and took about 45 minutes to visit with us. So uh, I, I wish him nothing but continued success. I know uh, they didn't get off to the start they wanted to in the NBA Finals last night, but, uh, uh, you know, what a thrill for him. And I was, I was thinking about it the other night because I was watching uh, the Suns uh, clinch a Finals spot over the Clippers and they, you know, you think about the number of years Chris Paul has been in the league and what a superstar and that he is just now playing in his first NBA finals. And, you know, Sam's opportunity to do that in year one, uh, that's really something special. And, you know, I, I, uh, I think Sam's going to have a, a really good NBA career. You know, their, their coaching staff is really high on him. Uh, others are, are very high on him. I, I had the opportunity to, to get to visit with one of the owners of the Hawks. Um, and, and he was talking about Sam and how they've taken notice of him. So uh, I, I couldn't be happier for Sam. Ah, that's cool. Director of Athletics for Utah State University, John Hartwell, joins us. Uh, John, my final question to you. Uh, speaking of schedule, um, I, I know people don't want to hear this name, but Craig Smith is just 85 minutes south of us. Uh, is there any chance, based on your guys' relationship with each other, which is still good, I assume, that you guys could have a chance to play Utah Utes anytime soon on the basketball court. Yeah, I, uh, I I've had a couple of conversations uh, with him about it. He he didn't, you know, he and I are somewhat neighbors there, and and North Logan are we're somewhat neighbors, and uh, he he just moved out a few weeks ago, so we had a, a chance to get together, and so there is that conversation going on, and uh, you know we'll we'll continue to try to try to get uh, again. Uh, just like we feel in football, a home and home series. It's not about going down there and playing one game. It's about uh, you know a game in Logan and a game in Salt Lake City. So we'll continue to work on that. Well, John, uh, we appreciate your time. I know this is a uh, kind of a wild, wild west right now with name, image, and likeness. Uh, I know you got a lot of other things on your plate as well, but uh, we sure appreciate your time and man, good luck navigating this new world of college athletics. Sure thing, guys. Great as always to visit with you. Have a great afternoon. Hey, thank you, All right, John. Thank you. Appreciate you. John Hartwell, Director of Athletics, Utah State University. And uh, it is such a crazy seven days since this first started. And uh, I don't know. I mean, what happened yesterday in Miami, it, it could be just something that's so out there and so big just to get national attention, which it has gotten. Sometimes that is the marketing ploy. Do something so outrageous that everybody is going to talk about you. I don't know how sustainable it is, but certainly it's catching a lot of people's attention. And as an uh, athletic director, I could see, like, look, this this business has potentially five north of $500,000 to spend, and they're going to give it directly to the athletes instead of to our institution, where we could use that money for assistant coaches' salaries or facility upgrades or a lot of other things, it makes it pretty complicated to try to navigate some of that. Um, but is that the tip of the iceberg? Is there more to come? Or is that just so outlandish that it's not really sustainable? And the other thing that stood out to me is the Title IX conversation, too, like how it affects women's sports or whatever. That It it, it doesn't for them because it's a sponsorship kind of thing. School's not involved. Yeah, that the university's not at all involved. I. I that's a really great question, but I really, really liked his answer, how he handled that. That was, that was a really well-thought-out answer. So. Right, and I, I think what gets overlooked, people look at that 
case and those twin sisters at uh, Fresno who weren't got some big deal with Boost Mobile on midnight, July 1st. But I think what people are overlooking is the opportunity for like a Stephen Ashworth to go home and run a basketball camp. Uh, uh, somebody who's on your tennis team, go home and do a little tennis camp and earn a little extra scratch for doing that. Whereas before, oh, heavens no, you can't do that. So uh, I think there's a lot of really interesting opportunities here. It's very early in the game, and we'll still continue to see how it works. I, I think he's right. There needs to be a little bit more attention to detail on this. It's a little loosey-goosey here right now. But uh, still, really interesting to get his perspective and to get Justin's per- uh, perspective last week yeah. on this very new development and how it's affecting people here in Logan. And by the way, Justin actually kind of took a, a unique route. He's actually... He has a marketing team taking care of all his stuff because, I mean, he's focusing. He's getting engaged, he's getting married. He's got school. He's got summer workouts. And there's just so much on his plate. He has a marketing team that you reach out through the marketing team to schedule for Justin Bean for an event. But there's a whole new market that's popping up now to be intermediaries for these student athletes between themselves and the business community at large. It's agents, basically. But I like how Justin put it. It's like, how do I value my time? Uh, because right now, this time of the year, I probably have a little bit more time. During a basketball season, I have very little time. So if you want me to do something in the throes of a basketball season, I'm going to be a lot more expensive uh, for you to, if you need my time. Right now, I may not be as expensive. So anyway, really interesting conversations about all of this. Appreciate uh, Mr. Hartwell's time. Uh, interesting side notes, too, about uh, football and basketball schedules and what's going on with those teams. Got a couple more things he's got up his sleeve that Pretty he's exciting not done stuff. yet. So yeah. it's awesome. Uh, big thanks to uh, Doug Hoffman for putting that together for us. Head SID, Media Relations Director for Utah State University. Uh, he's, oh, he's in, speaking of busy, he's been really, really busy. So we thank him for his time and, and putting that together for us. We're going to take a break. Coming back, we got plenty, plenty, plenty more for you. Recap of game one of the NBA Finals. We got our What Went Wrong. We have a new game that we're going to play. Uh, with Cody, he's going to join us on that. Uh, what else am I missing, Eric? Well, just if you want to weigh in, like what did you? What were your oh, yeah. takeaways you like? from Mr. Hartwell's yeah. interview? Four three five three three nine zero three two one in our Guild Mortgage text line. Love to get your reactions to that interview with John Hartwell about name, image, likeness, about Utah State basketball scheduling, about the state of the USU football team. We covered a lot of ground there. Love to get your reactions to it as well. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. Ascent Aesthetics is quickly becoming the choice of those looking for Botox, fillers, skin care, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical grade facials, and more. Doctors Blatter Benyon and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat have assembled an incredible staff that want to meet and help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. At Ascent Aesthetics, it's always education first. Visit Ascent Aesthetics in their new Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Go to AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com for more details. If you're in charge of hiring a company for commercial janitorial services for your building, call American Maintenance. For reliable cleaning of your business, American Maintenance is your simple solution. Curb-to-curb services, American Maintenance has you covered. For commercial janitorial services, American Maintenance. Call 512-0014. That's 512-0014. 
Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you're looking for small and simple or have a grander idea, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the natural decor of the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner will work personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. The Riverwoods Conference Center, where your happily ever after begins. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 750-5151. You want a business you can trust with a name you can trust to work on your vehicle. Think Amco Transmissions and Total Car Care in North Logan. They have the experience to get your vehicle in and out quickly, diagnosed and fixed right at the most affordable cost. Amco, 75 East, 2000 North in North Logan. And hey, if you're a mechanic, Amco is hiring. Come start your career for that same great national name and enjoy your new career. Apply today. Double A. MCO. Behind Utah's most successful businesses is a whole lot of technology making them run. Behind that technology is Les Olson Company, your local office technology partner. With everything from copiers and printers to IT services and even computers and document management software, Les Olson Company has all the tools your business needs to do more. Need office technology? Partner with Les Olson Company. Visit lesolson.com slash tech. Les Olson Company. Loveland Living Planet Aquarium takes us outside our everyday lives into a world of discovery. It's a chance to explore our innate curiosity, discover animals from around the world, and experience the all-new outdoor plaza and eco. More to explore at Loveland Living Planet Aquarium. Reserve your visit at thelivingplanet.com. Girls, us guys are always trying to score some brownie points, but we need all the help we can get. So dropping some subtle hints is helpful, such as your favorite food is Italian, you love the color green, and you want the ring from Jarek's Fine Jewelry, the place with the bright green cars on 930 North Main Street. Okay, so it might not be so subtle, but that's okay. Remember, we need the help. Make it special, make it Jarek's. Now remember, just tell him it's the place with the bright green cars. The results are in for the 2021 Best of Northern Utah Contest. Best of Northern Utah. Brought to you by Thermo Fisher. Pick up your copy of the Winner's Magazine. Pickup locations are listed at bestofnorthernutah.com. Over 300,000 votes were cast to determine gold and silver winners in 164 business categories. Help congratulate these businesses and support all of your local businesses. And thank you for participating in the 2021 Best of Northern Best Utah of Northern Contest. Utah. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric France and Andre Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Thanks again to John Hartwell for joining us. Very insightful stuff about name, image, likeness. Justin Bean added some really interesting insight last week to that as well. Uh, speaking of insight, if you're looking for the best at whatever here in, in northern Utah, go to bestofnorthernutah.com. The results are in for our Best of Northern Utah contest. Uh, hundreds of thousands of votes were cast. This isn't just a few people sitting around a table choosing their favorites. Like, who has the best Christmas lights? Who does the best Christmas lights? Turns out Anderson Seed and Garden. They're the gold winners. All right, Logan and Termination, the silver winners. Uh, like who was the who's the best barber? 
Who is the best barber? Boneyard Barbering. I need to go there. There are our gold winners. Goat haircuts. They were the silver winners. Let's see. What about, uh, you know, who's the best eye surgeon in town? Monson Vision. Need those. Recognized. I need new eyes. As the gold winner there. <laughs> Cash Valley Eye Associates as the silver winner. So if you want to know who the winners were, if you're looking for different services or products and you don't know who to turn to, bestofnorthernutah.com. We also have magazines all over the place. 15 different locations. <laughs> Some of these we've had to keep restocking. and We've only been have these available for like a week. And we've already had to restock some of these racks at least three times. So they're very popular. Magazines are beautiful. 15 different locations. These Marketplace in Smithfield and Logan. Uh, Kent's Market uh, over in Tremonton. Uh, they're in a lot of different places. Angie's, Beehive Grill, Cafe Sabor. A lot of different places to pick up your own magazines. Totally free. And you can check out and uh, help us celebrate the winners in this year's Best of Northern Utah. I, I, uh, in fact, I was on Facebook yesterday and, and saw like two or three people post that they had won. Like they took the snapshot of the Best of Northern Utah and that they won and what it meant to them and how cool it was. It was actually pretty awesome. Like you know, they 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 had their they took a picture of them their company in the, from the magazine and they had the gold medal with it. You know, the page and they. Yeah, they shared it on Facebook and thought out how cool it was, and it's it's awesome what you guys have done, what you put together, and then for all the people who voted was was amazing. I mean, I heard the the response for the voting was just off the charts. Yeah, it's been amazing. amazing. Uh, all right, uh, we need to get to uh, something we didn't get to yesterday, uh, and that's our pick six results. Do you have those? Yep. Okay. Oh, oh I'm nervous. I'm, no, I'm, I lost. I'm really nervous. I lost, so don't worry. So either you or Cody won. I don't know who, but either you or Cody won. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of us won, most definitely. <laughs> he threw Cody in the house. All right, Cody, <laughs> looks, I'm just here. resigned himself to just losing. Let's just get that out of the way. AJ, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, you want me to go through these? Yep, go ahead, man. All right, Chris Middleton points uh, over under. I also have a question about, you know, it depends. Okay. Oh, jeez. I have a question. Rookie. Chris Middleton. Oh, okay. Chris Middleton over under 24 and a half. This is game six uh, versus the Hawks. Um, Eric and I took the over. Ajay, you took the under. He had 32 points. Me and Eric both got that one. Ajay, you're down. Man, Thanks. Out of the, out of the no box. No idea. Out of the box. Didn't count the, that one. Dodgers versus Nationals. Uh, total home runs on Saturday, last Saturday, over under at three and a half. There was only one. Every single one of us took the over. Wow. Uh, that's so, incredible. Me and Eric are tied at one in the lead. Denmark versus the Czech Republic. Denmark won. Eric and I both got that. Ajay did not. So he was he was rooting for the Sizek. Yeah, the Chiz the No Sizek. The Czech Republic. Chizek. No, Chizek, guys. Bogdanovich made threes in game six. Hawks versus Bucks. Over under set at four and a half. Um he got two. Eric and I both got that. Ajay, you did not. Ajay, you are 0 for 4. Has <laughs> Ajay got one yet? No. Me and Eric are oh, tied at 3. That's funny. Me and Eric are tied at 3. If Cody beats you, please let Cody beat you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is my question. This is my question when it comes to the over-under. So the Mets were one and a half point favorites, right? So if you take the over, you assume that the Mets are going to win by more. Yes. Okay, then... With that being the case, <laughs> with that being the case, 
Um, the over-under for the Mets was one and a half. Uh, at the Yankees on July 4th, the Mets won 10 to 5. Eric got that one. Me and Ajay did not. Woo! Woo! <laughs> um, Canadians versus Lightning. Over-under uh, was the Canadians uh, one and a half point favorites. Yeah, that, that went south uh, really quickly. Yeah, that would, yeah. Um, yeah, we don't need to announce the result. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, me and Ajay did not get that one. Let's just say that. <laughs> oh, I did get that one? Yeah, dude, what do you think? Come yeah. on. You took the under. Cool. You took the under, Eric. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, God. Oh, I can't do that. Ajay, hold on. Let's see. One, two, three, four. Five, no, don't. Six. 0 for 6. Ajay is 0 for 6 at this moment. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> such a shame. Henry Kane. I'm so glad we don't have any textures into the show. <laughs> England strikers. <laughs> One and a half goals versus Ukraine. He got two. Everybody oh, got that wow. one on the over. Hot dog. Um, Eric is at one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh my gosh! Okay, you don't need, to, dude. Obviously, you don't <laughs> well, need. To hold, count. On, hold on, hold no, on, hold on. There's won. a game it's still six going plus on. A field goal. There's still me. There's. I'm at five. Wait. No, I'm, you're at four. Yeah, I'm at four. Eric's at six. Okay, well then Eric won. Uh, Patrick, oh, uh, Czech Republic we can tie. goals. <laughs> Could it tie? Goals, goals. Uh, over under at one and a half. Uh, everybody took the over, and it was indeed the over. The under. Sorry, everyone took the under. We all took the under. It was under. He had one. <laughs> so Eric, <laughs> which I will not play games with anymore. <laughs> Red Sox versus Athletics. Uh, Red Sox were three and a half point favorites, um, and they Red Sox won by one. So I took the over and was the only one that got that. Final score here is Eric seven, Cody six, and and AJ um, AJ got two. There it is. Give your stupid little speech. That, I'd dude, like to thank was, the academy. That was so sad. I don't even dude, know why who we does that. Yeah, don't. Uh, <laughs> I just went through the list and was like, okay, he got it. He got. I'm at line seven and he hasn't missed a single <laughs> one. And I'm like, how do you even play this game? This is the worst. Like, uh, game's stupid, dude. We, I'm not playing anymore, by the way. So America's that game's. A love a winner <laughs> and will not tolerate a loser. <laughs> um. Okay. So. Four zero eight six. Um, we did a contest yesterday for four passes to the Cash Carnage, uh, Cash Valley Carnage uh, car race, and oh, don't yeah. worry about it because four zero eight six turned us off before we announced the winner, so he didn't even know he won. <laughs> so four zero eight six, you won yesterday. Yeah, I got four four tickets for you waiting up in our uh, front desk uh, for Saturday's Cash Carnage. Yeah, you uh, you need to get to the offices eight. Uh, what, what, where were we at? Eight ten north, second west. 810 West, 2nd North. Dude, I never get that. North. I never get that. You're sending him in a totally different part of town. <laughs> 4086 driving also around says, for hours. so does Cody choose when he comes in? Wasn't here yesterday. Did I win? Yeah. Uh, I have unlimited vacation days. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say so. 7854. <laughs> uh, 7854. Ozzy got two. That's two more than the normal, isn't it? No. No. And fun fact, the tiebreaker was how many points would Ajay get in this game under over under set at one? And he got the, yeah, hot dog. Wait, that was a tiebreaker? <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. I swear. I should use that as a tiebreaker. That would be a good tiebreaker. There you go. Yes. Will Ajay get more than four questions right? <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, all right, let's take another break. Well, I just oh, have a quick question. Okay. Just as fast. So, <clears throat> 
Cubs were great in May. Oh, jeez, dude, come on. <laughs> then they had their June swoon. Cody, let's just move it's on. it's early July, but I need a new term for July because yesterday they played the Phillies and they lost fifteen to ten. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's the pitching staff? Give up fifteen runs. Oh my word! Sad day. Yeah. Sad day. It's sad. All right, well, we let's, let's take, take a break. Let's take a break. So wait, you wanted to wait? A, what was your question? Well, what do we come up? What's the term for what they're doing in July? Oh, uh, die July. <laughs> die July. You die in July. Uh, Lies hey, in July. Let's put that in the maybe pile, logic. One oh six. Is maybe yes. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to hit a home run or score a touchdown when it comes to your vehicle's maintenance, get your oil changed at Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan. This is Dustin with Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Preventative maintenance is huge in your game plan to keep your vehicle on the road. Not only do we change your oil, but we can also provide other services like recharging your air conditioning. Stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main in Logan, across from Angie's. Career decisions after graduation are tough. If you're looking to help yourself or someone you know, then look into the Air National Guard. We have full-time benefits, part-time service, money for college, on-the-job training, resume boosting skills, unparalleled experiences, over 200 awesome career paths, and bases all over the nation with the freedom to choose where you serve. The Air National Guard is the smart choice for your career and your life. Take the first step to success at GoANG.com or call 1-800-TOGO-ANG. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. This, keep it on the download here, is the Dan Patrick Show. And I thought at the beginning of the year, the healthiest team was going to win the NBA championship. And that might be the Milwaukee Bucks. This is fraught with tension and the what-ifs. If Kevin Durant hits a three instead of a two, Mike Budenholzer probably loses his job as the head coach of the Bucks. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Are you a vampire? Are you? That sucks the verb. Okay, Cody. Or the yeah. juice. Before we play that game, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have you go to a folder and, so, and you're going to play some audio. And you, it is going to be the best intro we've ever had to play that game. It's called What's That Line with Actor, Athlete, or Coach. I can't wait to play that game. Hey, uh, first thing first, though, NBA Finals last night, game one, ends up being a snoozer. 118 <laughs> 105, but I mean, it was worse than that at one point. Oh, that third quarter. 88 was to 68 over. at one point. Uh, Phoenix led by four after the first, led by eight after at half. Um, and then, like you said, just kind of ran away with it, scored 35 in the third quarter, ends up again winning by 13. Uh, Giannis does play. He has 20 points in 35 minutes, 6-11 from the field. He had 17 boards, 4 assists, 2 steals. But on the other side, everybody except Crowder, 
offensively was great. Crowder was great defensively. Yes. Uh, Booker with thirty or uh, twenty seven. Paul has Paul dude just keeps like just flashing. You know, with that time traveling thing, going back ten years. Has 32 on 12 and 19, Eric. 32 points and how many assists? Uh, Nine assists, four boards. So he scored or assisted on, what was it, like 55 yep, points? Something 55, like that? 55, yes. Incredible. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, who's been great, had 22. He was great last night. He had uh, 19 boards, by the way, Eric. He was 6-6 six six from the line. He was, 80, he was 8 of 10 from the field. Miles Bridges had 14 points. Jay Crowder had one. On 0 of 8 shooting, 0 of 5 from deep. The These guys shot Just keep chucking 46, it, Jay. Oh, man. Let it rain. 46% from the field, they shot the Suns. This What a clinic offensively. Look, they had the mojo. Uh, there's a lot of great energy going on in that town right now behind this team. But for the Bucks, look, they've, the last week, well, not even a week, so several days, look, they were in Atlanta just the other day, had to travel home. Then they had to travel back the next day, travel to Phoenix, and all this time they're not sure if they have Giannis. And so they're game planning, trying to figure out like who they are, what they can do, and then it's game time and Giannis is out there warming up. He's like, Yeah, I think I'm good to go. And so they didn't really know like how to figure him in or what they're gonna do. Not to say like they haven't had him all season. <laughs> they don't know what's going on when he's there. But I, I think that game one some people say game one's the best opportunity for the visiting team to steal one in a series. And that can be true, but I think in this case, Milwaukee was a little bit kind of off because of just that not knowing if they'd have Giannis or not. Yeah. And now that they've played Phoenix, they've felt them out a little bit. They uh, they took some body blows themselves, and game two I think will be very different. Yeah, me too. I do. I, I, I don't know if Milwaukee wins. I, I don't know, maybe the result's the same, but I think it's a more competitive game. Again, that third quarter was incredible. Paul goes six to seven from the field. He hits all three three of his three point attempts. Um Devin Booker was phenomenal in the third quarter, got whatever he wanted whenever he wanted to go get it. And defensively, they were just a menace. I mean, just attacking, especially the backcourt. We talked about DeAndre Ayton in the in the front court and and how good they are and just the size with Crowder and such. But that backcourt defensively was just so good, especially in the second half. Yeah, Milwaukee figured out a way to mitigate and at least uh kind of dampen what a, a great opposing point guard can do. In the Atlanta series, um, it, it took him a little bit to figure it out. Granted, he also got hurt in that series, but um, I think they can take some of those lessons and apply them to Chris Paul too. Uh, they're going to try to keep the ball out of his hands and make other people try to beat him. And the other part to it again, DeAndre Ayton was was really really good. He had 19 boards on 22 points as well. Um, but it's we talked about it before, and I know it sounds like just obvious as, as I'll get out, but the home court advantage really does help. Like having that Suns crowd who hadn't seen in the finals in 28 years since Michael Jordan and John Paxton stabbed him in the heart in, in 93, to see that crowd just as amped up as they were, I mean, just really, it, it, it helps. Was constant yeah. energy. Oh, yeah. And I mean, and it was loud all game long. It's like, I mean, it, it never stopped, it was loud till the buzzer. And it really does affect a home team, and it really can impact an away team. And you could tell Milwaukee just, I mean, was was burdened by the noise, not only just on the court, but just from what they were hearing from the fans and whatnot. And uh, give the home court advantage some credit, too, for this one, too, because they, they were huge in, in last night's game.
Yeah. So game one in the books. Game two will be tomorrow night in Phoenix, seven, 7 o'clock, o'clock on, on ABC. ABC. Yeah. Yeah. Jinx. This is good. This is fun. By the way, uh, the whole can we just really, 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 really quickly? The whole Rachel Nichols ESPN situation is just absurd. Like I just keep hearing more details and details, and I just think. Um, like well, Paul Pierce the got NBA fired for having fun. Rachel Nichols is being pulled into this. Well, did you hear what he said though? He said that one person shouldn't have their career buried because of one comment. Um, excuse me, I bake, I baking powder, dude. She made comments about saying a lady got a job because of her diversity. Paul Pierce got fired because he had a couple of girls in his hotel room. This girl had Jimmy Butler in her room, or she was in his room in the bubble. That's illegal. And then makes these comments about uh, Maria Taylor. That's an issue. Like, how do you... I don't get that. Anyway, she's been pulled off for the rest of the NBA Finals. Uh, Malik Andrews on the sideline. She did a great job last night, by the way. But this is just a nightmare. And, and ESPN's digging itself a bigger hole by the day. And meanwhile, uh, TNT is just sitting back there thinking... Oh, they're laughing. Dude, <laughs> these guys do not know yeah. how to do this. Yeah, Turner That's what's so is, crazy. Is having to chuckle ESPN at it. ESPN should have this... They should know how to do this yeah. easily. Yeah, they should have the and manual consistently memorized. messing it up. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. Coming back, we're going to play really, really fun. Oh, nope, no break. No break. Okay, well, we are out of breaks then. <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead and we're going to play. I'll go find the club. Oh, yes, yes, You introduced yes, yes, the, yes. the game. Yes, I'll, yes, I'll yes, help Cody yes. find the club. We got to play. Who is it? 5860, I think, actually got us onto this. Well, 5099 text into the show. It says, Booker and Paul over Mitchell and Conley. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fruitly. Yes. Booker and Paul over Mitchell and Conley. Kind of easy to say that in hindsight, huh? Well, oh, by the way, speaking of hindsight, the 2003 basketball book written by Bill Simmons about uh, about that Chris Paul would be a better player than Darren Williams. Right? Hindsight 2020, mm-hmm. it's like, oh my gosh, he was right. But at that point, everyone killed Bill Simmons for it. Yeah. And, uh, and in the end, he was right. Chris Paul's better than Darren Williams. By a long, long, long ways. Yeah. And, and I mean, there was injuries for Paul, too. He had to deal with those, but ego is what got the better of Darren Williams. Okay, so here is the game. It's called uh, uh, What's the Line? Actor, Athlete, or Coach? So what, Cody's going to read us a line. Eric and I have to guess whether it's an actor, an athlete, or a coach. And so uh, that's, uh, that's, that's the name of the game, and this is how we intro it. Just uh, one of those. I mean, here's what you do. I mean, it's no different than where you work. You either add to the chemistry you take from it. There's no such thing as in between. There's no such thing as balanced. Either you're a thief and you steal, or you're a vampire that pulls from the juice and the verve and the synergy of the group, or you add to it. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Do it. So in an exponentially way. Pull the verb. Wow. Hey, what he says juice. What is he talking about? Because isn't I mean, wouldn't you just say blood? I thought vampires drank blood. And I guess they're sucking on the OJ lately. I don't know. Sucking your body juice. All right. With that, let's go. Let's go. There's going to be 10 questions. We're going to roll through them fairly right, quickly yeah, we're here. short on time. Uh, is the boss listening today? Because if he uh, is, we're done. Out of, you know, coin flip, AJ will go first. Okay. Um, obviously, it's going to be an actor, a coach, or an athlete. Yep. I'm going to read this to you, okay? okay. this is These are verbatim quotes. AJ, uh, your first one is, let me read this correctly. <laughs> Please do. Anytime that we... 
score more than 100 points and can hold the other team below 100 points, we almost always win. Oh, that's a coach. It's 100% a coach. <laughs> was it? Uh, coach Doug Collins, NBA coach Doug Collins. Man, he was uh. a uh, he was a quoting machine. <laughs> quoting machine. Quoting machine. All right, <laughs> Eric, this one's yours. Okay. Uh, if ballet were easy, it would be called football. <laughs> if ballet were easy, it would be called football. Yes. Uh, that sounds like something that had to come out of a movie. The way it's an athlete. <laughs> Is that your final answer? Uh, yes. All right, you're correct. It was from a movie. Oh, Good way. for you. Good for you. No uh, way. This is Monique Vazquez from The Game Plan. Could you imagine if an athlete said that? Good for you. <laughs> oh, man, the back burner. Good for you guys. Okay, here we go. Uh, Ajay, this one's back to you. Yes. Okay. This is too this fun. Is, okay, this is the quote. I wish I could say something classy and inspirational, but that just wouldn't be our style. Pain heels. Chicks oh, dude, uh, Keanu Reeves in The Replacements. Yeah, that's Shane right. Shane Falco. Ah. <laughs> Lori lasts forever. Good job, Audrey. It's in the huddle for go. the final play of the game. Yeah, that's I love right. that I love that one. That's a good one. All right, here we go. Eric, this is another one. Uh, verbatim, which brings me to my second point, kids. Don't do crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... Uh... That is an athlete. It is an athlete. No way. But it's in a movie. It is in a movie. Bonus points. Nice, if you can name dude. which movie that is. Uh, the Water Boy. Yeah. No way. Yes. Oh my gosh, you got that. Hey. I, I thought that was actually like. I'm giving you two coach. points on that. <laughs> Lawrence Taylor. What a man. Ah, that's right. I was trying to think of his name. Oh, it's 7854. It was Lawrence Taylor. I Lawrence thought he was Taylor. Joking. That was a good one. Dude, of course Lawrence Taylor would say that. All right. That guy was a drug addict like no other. AJ. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. I can dribble with my right hand, and I can dribble with my left hand. I'm amphibious. <laughs> is that an athlete? <laughs> you guys are good. Yeah, it is an athlete. This is Charles Shackelford from NC State. Really? Yeah, dude. dude was... Charles Shackelford. I've it's never heard name. that. Oh, my God. I'm amphibious. I'm amphibious. <laughs> That's, All right. Sounds like, a, sounds like an AJ move right now. <laughs> Eric. <laughs> movie movie or athlete or coach baseball is 90% mental the other half is physical that sounds like something Yogi Berra would say Sandlot <laughs> it is Yogi Berra oh, no is way Yogi Berra. are you serious how did you know that dang I don't know I thought this would trip you guys up just a little bit more you guys have been pretty good at guessing holy crap you knew that was Yogi Berra I know that's that kind of impresses me more alright okay, here we go one more Ajay Actually, I think there's a couple more. Maybe two more. I think, yeah, one for each of you. Three. I don't know. Here's this next one. AJ, quote, I don't know. I don't smoke AstroTurf. That's a player. And it's Earl Campbell. It's not Earl Campbell. It's Tug McGraw when oh. asked whether he prefers grass or AstroTurf to play on. That's a good one. Wait, what did he say again? He says, I don't know. I don't smoke AstroTurf. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get these last ones going. Uh, give me one more and we got to get out of here. Let me give that. Okay, here we go. Uh, I am great at free throws. Seriously, free throws are like my best thing. Wow. Uh, I'm going to say it's an athlete. Wrong. It's from a movie. This is Will Ferrell. Semi-pro. From Semi-pro. Oh, I was going to say. No. I thought it was semi-pro. Nice job. All right, for our first one, AJ, you're going to win this one. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, Eric, you know. that was pretty good, though. I mean, Eric goes seven for seven on pick six, I and know. I win a, a game that we just put together a couple days ago. That that seems fair. That is fair. Are you a thief? 
Or a vampire. Dude, that just sucks that the juice. That sucks the Dude. juice. Or the verve. Dude, that is so... I'm still trying to figure out when he says juice, what, exactly what he was thinking. Verve. Verve. You suck yeah, the verve? Hey, is, is there a, Hold on. What's, is this a new, like, a millennial no thing? I haven't heard it. Coach Calhoun is Dude, just Verve's up on the latest. Dude, Verve's a credit card, man. Verve is a credit card. Have a great night, everybody. Go suck the verve. <laughs> no, don't do we'll that. We'll see you tomorrow. What the fetch is your problem? Sure.